Hello everyone, welcome to the Bootstrap Founder Podcast. My name is Harvard Kyle and I talk about how you can start, run and sell a bootstrap business. This episode is called What Watching Gamers Fail for Days Can Teach You About Entrepreneurship. Let's get started. So I've spent most of the last two weeks watching a group of professional gamers lose for days straight. And during those many, many hours observing them play, I found lessons that every entrepreneur should take to heart and I'll share them with you today. So I'm a big fan of the online game World of Warcraft. I've played very little in the last years, because after all, the entrepreneurial life is even more interesting than fighting my way across Azeroth. But I have been following the game's developments really closely anyway. The last month has been particularly interesting as Activision Blizzard, or Blizzard, the maker of the game, has just released new endgame content. And whenever there's new endgame content, people get competitive. And that is incredibly interesting. In the World of Warcraft community, there is a race to world first, where groups of players called guilds compete to be the first ever to bring down large enemies on the highest game difficulty. In those raids, these guilds field 2,000 players or so, and they try again and again to defeat their virtual foes. Now, there always has been competitive gaming, but what's new about this is that most of this is streamed online. On Twitch, Tens of thousands of fans, like me, are watching those guilds struggle with the encounter and then sharing every development along the way. And while watching such a stream, and many such streams over the last couple of weeks, it occurred to me how similar this kind of gaming was to my own entrepreneurial journey. In many ways, the race to world first is a built-in public story, and I want to share the similarities that I found between killing virtual dragons and building real businesses with you today. So first off, the oddest thing. Thousands of people find it enjoyable to watch a group of people continuously fail at what they're supposedly the best at. For days, sometimes even weeks, during last week's race, one particular dungeon encounter required the very best guild that we have on this planet to try over 168 times to kill it. Each attempt before the 169th was marred with failure. Someone didn't their job and didn't do that job in the group well. They just messed up. Someone didn't move their character quickly enough to get out of harm's way. Or someone didn't understand what to do and caused the whole raid group to explode. Happened 168 times over and over. For days. For weeks. And you have to be an exceptionally disciplined person to do the same thing over 100 times and still give it your everything on the next attempt, trying to become better. But professional gamers and real-world athletes alike know that they are working towards a goal. And with every attempt, they inch closer to that goal. And it's actually quite visible in World of Warcraft streaming. Because every dungeon boss starts with 100% health points, and players try to whittle it down to zero most of the time, thus defeating the opponent and winning the encounter. So... Whenever there's a catastrophic defeat, which in, in World of Warcraft terms is called a wipe, as the raid group gets wiped out, you can see how far they've taken down the health of the enemy. And here, we can see the first interesting but unexpected mindset shift. Usually when a guild goes in for the first time, when they tr- attempt a fight for the very first time, they don't expect to win the encounter at all. They don't expect to defeat this monster, the dragon, or whatever it is in the first time. They Just go in to learn more about it. Of course, the goal is to ultimately defeat the boss, but everyone is well aware that the fight was orchestrated to be hard. So learning 
is the primary motive of those first encounters. And usually on a good day, the group manages to get the boss to maybe 70% or so before an unexpected mechanic wipes them out. Sometimes it's 95, sometimes it's 80. You know, it's, it's a still a high percentage. And then they just coordinate. They talk to each other. What happened? Who caused this? What caused this? How can this be avoided next time? And then they go in again. And this time, they pay close attention to what happens around the 70% mark. Is the positioning of a player's correct? Could it be improved on? And then they get it down to 65%. And then they wipe again. And next time, 63%. And so on. And every now and then, a breakthrough in strategy is discovered. Something like, if all of us stand in a line, only the first person takes damage instead of all of us. And just like that, a new mid-fight tactic is discovered, and they get to 40% on the next try. And meanwhile, thousands of Twitch viewers, sometimes tens, if hundreds of thousands, I think for the, the final kill, that when they actually got the last boss of the dungeon, I think it must have been like 78 or almost 80,000 people watching this, they have flocked to the stream. They may even have been watching for a couple of hours already. Observing someone while they learn is an incredibly captivating activity. So what makes this such an alluring show is that everyone, players and viewers, knows what the shared goal is. Defeating all the bosses in the raid dungeon as quickly as possible. Because there's a race going on. Multiple guilds are doing this. And this shared goal is palpable. When after a few dozen attempts, the guild gets the health points of the boss into the 10% territory. It's really close to getting it done. You can feel people's heart rates go up. You can see it and how concentrated they are because they're streaming live. There's a camera pointing at them. The players, you can tell how close they are to victory. It's so close. Just a few more percent. And then almost every time, another wipe at 3%, at 2%. But nobody gives up at this point. After all, they're like 82 or 89 or some percentage there. They're almost there. Those single-digit wipes are incredibly energizing and frustrating for the players and the viewers alike. The goal was so close to being accomplished. And just one more try, just a little bit more. And his whole practice is wonderful. And it's called progression rating. These players... They, they, they are involved in this, that they actually play this, they innately understand that success doesn't happen immediately. You have to work for it. To win, you have to progress through a series of painful learnings. And every phase of the encounter needs to be studied and optimized for. But most importantly, and that's where all of this comes together for me as an entrepreneur, every phase of the encounter needs to be experienced. Blizzard designs those incredibly hard encounters to be such a feedback-based learning experience. By now, they can draw on almost two decades worth of raid encounter design experience. And during a fight, the players involved need to experiment and fail to understand what's even happening to them. You have to go in there knowing that you won't win, but that you'll learn enough to get closer to your goal. You can't win the game without playing it. And that's another core entrepreneurial lesson that I've come to understand. All advice and strategizing is only the theoretical foundation. To succeed in the business world, you have to do business. You have to start your side project and put it out there. It may fail, and you might wipe, like those guilds, but you can't win the boss fights that you don't start. And I believe it's this admiration for grit and tenacity that drives those thousands of viewers to the streams of those hardcore raid guild players. And they're esports athletes in their own right. 
They power through days of making very little progress. Remember the 168 failed attempts I mentioned earlier? Each of them took at least 10 minutes of active, focused gameplay. 168 times that. That's a lot of time spent on a single encounter, of which there are usually around 10 parade instants. I have to admit that I watched probably 8 hours of this, like 4 or 5 of them straight, and I watched a solid workday's worth of people failing to bring down a single virtual enemy. And it was enjoyable and entertaining. Seeing people who are quite literally at the top of their game, improving slightly every time they try again, gives me hope. To see them stop an attempt because they know they won't be able to continue without a few key players that already fell somewhere that died, shows me that they know how to fail quickly and learn as fast as possible. And that inspires me. You will also find that those professional guilds have tooling. They have designated developers, software engineers, that create custom add-ons for the game that allow players to keep an eye on certain conditions during the fight. They have their own tooling. Talk about dedication to the, excuse the pun, Warcraft, right? They really know what needs to be done to get ahead. And finally, if you're following the game even outside the race to world first, you will see that none of this success happens overnight. Every single professional Raid Guild player spends weeks and months preparing for the launch of new endgame content. They play a metagame, too. They optimize their character's gear by playing the hardest available dungeons to get their best kind of gear so they're the strongest when they face these new encounters. They grind hours and hours to collect items to make those fights more manageable. And they theorycraft in spreadsheets and closed forums, private forums and discords on how to get ready for those long and exhausting race to world first days. They play the game beyond the game by just spending a lot of time preparing. And those skills make heavy use of their community too. They source items from their supporters. Some of the items in the games are tradable, so some other people find them and then they sell them to those skills because they can use it more. And sometimes these guilds even play with non-guild players, usually fans or supporters, viewers on Twitch, to get geared up most efficiently. So community involvement is a big thing in Endgame World of Warcraft raid content, and it's wonderful to see these elite players use the full power of their community. If you want to see the mindset of an entrepreneur, really go check out the coverage of the World of Warcraft race to world first. You will see amazingly skilled people at peak performance. They communicate and solve problems as a group. They experiment, they try new strategies, they use special tooling to optimize their experience, and they fail quickly. They know when to call it a wipe and try again. They also strategize the metagame around the race to world first, and finally, they prepare thoroughly, lots of grinding, and playing the markets. Founders, entrepreneurs like you and me, can learn a lot from those who slay dragons on the internet. And that's it for today. Thank you for listening to the Bootser Founder Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at avidkahl, A-R-V-I-D-K-E-H-L, and you can check out the blog at thebootstrappedfounder.com. You can find my book, Zero to Sold, at zerotosold.com and The Embedded Entrepreneur at embeddedentrepreneur.com. If you have any questions about this episode, reach out on Twitter or send an email to arvid at thebootstrappedfounder.com. If you want to support me in the Bootstrap Founder podcast, please leave a rating and a review by going to ratethispodcast.com slash founder. Thank you very much for listening and have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.